I'm from the middle finger, I'm from the east side. Fine. Don't see it. It's still on. Yeah. Brick City. Yeah. Leaks. All yeah. that shit. Sticks. All that shit. Hoes. Set a nigga up. All that shit. Yeah. You all that shit. In the club, yeah. beat a nigga ass, take a nigga chain. All that shit. Come out your pants. All that shit. I'm from the five. Middle fingers on six. Dirty land, dirty stick. Bad bitches can't hit. Put a nigga on a lick. Rob a nigga for a brick. Rob a nigga for his shit. Young nigga fall out, turn into a snitch. Never turn into a bitch. Gotta keep a cool homie, rob his ass quick. Never falling off, do a nigga bad, robbing for a stash. Do that. Nigga talking like he real gangster, put a stick on his ass. Yeah, shoot that. Gotta keep this shit 100, which you never switch on your mind. Yeah, uh huh. Go and get some money, gotta get some money, never hold your head. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another edition of This Is Recorded Podcast. We're here with another creative in the back. You see what he got behind him. You uh-huh. see an individual. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. You're going to see much more of him. Please introduce your name, his socials, because that's all people care about now. Yeah, for sure. Um, my name is Harrison, but everybody calls me uh, Mr. 201. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. 201 underscore. Uh, Atlanta photographer, Atlanta-based photographer, videographer, cinematographer, drone operator, all of that, but directly to I direct, yeah. (laughs) Yes, sir. So 201, man, where are you from? I'm from um, from Decatur, Georgia. I'm from the east side, so I'm from um, Decatur, Georgia. Okay, okay. Uh, How how was it growing up in Decatur? Uh, Nothing... Nothing too crazy for real. Um, like everybody, uh, like a lot of rappers talk about the East Side all the time. Got Twenty One Savage, uh, you got Nudie, you got Gucci Man, whole bunch of whole bunch of rappers, whole bunch of influencers, um, from the East Side. So it's um, I, I won't say it was the best environment. Of course, everything is not the ideal environment. It was, it had its its problems. Um, but that's what any place. So my um. My parents always made sure I was straight, made sure I was was good. I said I've been working and paying for everything that I have. I want since I was like thirteen for real. So it's um they done they done had me working since since I was a little boy for real. I'm twenty now. I've been looking my first phone, bought that at thirteen. Phone bill, I paid that everything. So you've been getting it on your loan for a long time. Now you're a photographer, haven't you? Yeah, I've been. You said you've been. Say getting, that again. I said you've been uh, getting it on your own a long time, but you're a photographer. Have you taken pictures in front of the Welcome to East Atlanta sign? Oh no, no, I, I haven't done that. I haven't done that. Um, I, I, I really haven't even thought to do that. I've passed it so much as a little kid that I, um, it just it's always been embedded uh, embedded in my mind. I'm I'm over there a lot on the uh, Moreland Ave a lot too in the Edgewood area, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the area real well. Yeah, when I go to Little Five Points, I always see it because it take me past the driving yep. theater. It take me down there, yep. then I pass that sign, and I'm like, man, this sign is amazing. If somebody uh, take a picture, I think Siri or somebody uh, took a picture of it. I seen a while back somebody took pictures next to it. Yeah, but I was like, man, this oh, yeah, everybody. Amazing. A lot of a lot of people just be fascinated with the with the East Atlanta Zone Six, so they everybody want to take pictures by it. So you see a lot of that on socials too. Everybody taking pictures by it. 
Okay. So was it a lot of music growing up in your household or movies? What was your household like or your young mind? Oh that? yeah. For sure. My um my mom was, was actually a um she was a singer, so she used to travel a lot. Um with, it was her and two other two other ladies. Uh, they were in a in a singing group. So she used to travel. Um they used, they went to uh to London, to uh Canada, traveled all through the United States, all of that. So Family's big on music. Um, we play music throughout the house all the time. Even if it's not throughout the house, I got my music in my room blasting. My little sister got hers blasting. Parents got theirs blasting. So it's it's a real big music house. And we, I want to say movie kind of serious for real. We, we watch a lot of movies. So we, <laughs> that's probably. What's the big favorite? That's probably What's the why. favorite in the household that everybody know? Some quotes from a movie. Um, I say what me and my dad is between um coming to America, the original coming to America. Yes, God. And um let me think. Uh the day after tomorrow too, if you're familiar with that movie. It's a real good um it's kinda it's kinda on the verge of like two thousand twelve, them type of end of the world type movies, but it's like it's like a classic one. It's called The Day After Tomorrow, real good movie too. Yeah. I, I think I heard of that one before. I don't think I seen it. But what was like the first album you got into on your own when you was like, yo, I listen to my own music. I don't go off the radio. I don't go off of what's on the internet. Mm-hmm. What's the first album that really stuck out to you that you was like, yo, I'm really vibing with this one as a kid? Um let me think. I go on a lot. Let me see. Hold on. Let me look on my phone and see what. Man, for, well, for me, I'll let you brainstorm. For me, I mean, I'm older, yeah. so I had to actually go to the store, buy a CD. I bought. Uh, true, Jay-Z. true, true. Yeah, yeah I had Jay Z. Uh, I think it was Volume Three. I had to go okay. to the store and actually get that. But I really think it was Juvenile, really, with the one with the back that ass up. Okay. About it. Was the first for one. Sure. I was on a vibe. For I was sure. like, man, I'm a man now. I got my own vibes. I listen to <laughs> my own shit, man. So who was some of the stuff you was on? Um, I'll say I listen to a lot of um I, I listen to everything really, but I wanna say my first first that I can remember that I that I really like vibe with. And I, I just had my headphones on. I think I was going to um I want to say this was seven, sixth or seventh grade. I was going to California. I think it was. I was going to California on a um, on a school music trip because I used to play. I used to play saxophone. So um, I'm on the plane, and I think I think it was Uzi that had just dropped. This was 2015. I want to say. Right. Yeah, this was 2015. Yeah, Uzi had just dropped "Love Is Rage." And is this um is this song on Love Is Rage on that album called um, Seven A.M. Right. And if you heard that song, the bass on that song is just crazy. I- Uzi, it. Of course she's gonna work. Hey, I told that bitch I count my cash. Bitch get out my face. Boy, I love my wife. Boy, get out my way. Got y'all on my way. Boy, you ain't got cash. Now I'm getting cash. Now your bitch gon' lie. Like, oh, goddamn, that's the bitch that I want. 
Oh goddamn, diamonds all in my front. Like 7 a.m., I was fucking your love. 11 a.m., you took that bitch right to brunch. Just got some new beats and everything. I'm on the plane. The bass going crazy in my ears. So that is it's probably that Love Is Rage album for sure. And Either it, the Love Is Rage album or the um or the uh which Kendrick album is that? Or the um or the Good Kid, Mad City Kendrick album too in 2012. Oh yeah, man. But Love Is Rage, I remember around that time. I think it was the Cavaliers was facing Golden State, and yep, it was like yep. a game seven. But that yep. same night, Lil Uzi was performing, and this was when I was hearing about the legend of Lil Uzi performances, and I was like, I like dude, he seems cool, and this is where you're starting out, but I was like, this is a game seven, so I gotta go watch game seven, but I but, did not know Uzi was gonna turn into what he turned into, and I was so, so thankful that I went to uh, the Roots Picnic in Philly, and I yeah. seen Uzi perform. I got to say, I got to see Uzi perform before COVID, before all of that, man. And it was amazing. It was not my, no letdown. Like, it was literally, like, in his, in his city. So, it was, like, legendary thanks, thanks. to see him perform, man. I was like, wow. Uzi's the guy. Nah, Uzi, Uzi's definitely that guy. I like I like a lot of his music. Um, I was, it was just a different sound for me at the time, too. In 2015, I was... I think I was like 13. Yeah, I was 13 in 2015. So I was still like, like I say, I had just bought my first phone. That that was my first phone ever in life when I was 13. My parents didn't buy me a phone or anything. What, I had to, what I had kind to of phone was it, myself. man? Talk your shit, King. What kind of phone it was, was it? Um, it was an iPhone 7. I want to Come say. on, man. Flex on them <laughs> right quick, 7. man. Let them know, man. It was, uh, it was a little <laughs> iPhone 7. That was my first phone I bought um, in 2015. I think I was just I just had turned um, just turned 13. Cause I uh, yeah I turned 13 that February. The trip was right after that. So yeah, my parents literally never let me get a phone. Never let me get none of that. So I, I had to go and buy it myself at 13. So that's amazing. That's kind of like how it was for me. I wasn't quite 13. Yeah. I was working age. But like yeah. uh, prom and everything, I bought my own ticket. Yeah. I bought my own outfit. It was a terrible pink outfit because you know Cameron, <laughs> Cameron was big. So I was like, nigga, I'm pulling up with the pink, but it ain't a regular pink, and it was big as hell because that's how we wore clothes. It was yeah. disgusting, man. I hope I can find a picture, <laughs> man. Oh man, but it, it's nothing like getting money on your own and not asking for nothing, man. And that independence, right, right. man. Like, it's nothing like that independence in the world, man. But growing up, what did you think you was going to be? I see now, obviously, you moved into being a creative and stuff. But when you was yeah. younger, what did you think you was going to be growing up? Um, I actually, I hooped all the way from, I want to say I was like four to, four to probably like 16 going on 17 for real. Um. Cause I went to um I went to Arabian Mountain High School uh in Lithonia, Georgia. So um before then I played basketball at Chapel Hill with my boy um trying to my boy Eugene, Eugene Brown the third. He up at Ohio State right now hooping, doing his thing. Um so me and him, we hooped together at Chapel Hill Middle in Lithonia, Georgia too. Literally everybody thought I was 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 that guy. Like I was 
me and him, me and him were taking over. Got to Arabia, didn't like the coach, and that really just that shot everything down right there. But I still, I still hoop um, every week, uh, just because I love the game for real. But after I stopped hooping, um, I started running track as well. I want to say in eighth grade. So that's that's really that's really what everybody thought I was gonna do for. Real. Everybody thought I was gonna be running because I'm two time All American. Um, uh, yeah, two time All American. Got a few records uh, with my team. And like nationally, we were the number one team in the nation a few years. Um, New Balance All Americans. Just, just we was up there. I had, I had offer from, I had offer from Clemson, Florida State, um, Murray State, Indiana State. Just, just to name a few. And Corona happened. Uh, everything was taken away. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, everything, don't everything was say taken the away. words, man. Oh man, it just is literally, oh. literally everything, everything just them, them eighty five percent verbal offers went from who are you, like oh, all of that just yep, yeah, all of that, all of those verbal offers, all of those eighty five percent, all the percentages just just went out the door. So I was already taking pictures before then, just like taking pictures of um like my hooper friends that were still hooping at Arabia because I had stopped hooping. But I still wanted to be close to the game because I, I love basketball. Um so I was still taking their pictures in eleventh and twelfth grade. Um but it wasn't I wasn't taking it seriously. I'm like I'm just doing this for fun, taking pictures, right. helping them out, getting my boys getting my boys right. My main focus was, was track like I said, because I had all those offers going into senior year. Our senior year actually got cut short. Um, our last, my last day ever stepping foot in in high school was our senior skip day, and we skipped our last day ever of school, not even knowing <laughs> that it was our last day of school. Wow, man! Now that is so. That's a coincidence for real. Yeah, wow. it's literally it's, it was our senior skip day. We all skipped. Next day, we see on the news we're out for two weeks because of something called Corona. So we're thinking, oh yeah, it's, it's just gonna be two weeks. We're fine. We're we're fine. We'll be back. We're gonna be able to go to our prom. We're gonna be able to have our senior season, our senior track season. We we were projected to to win state by I don't know what it was a huge large percentage we projected to win state. Like everybody for sure knew my team was gonna win state. That two weeks turned into a month, and that month turned into two months, that two months turned into the rest of the year. School just canceled. Graduation was canceled. I had a YouTube graduation slideshow on YouTube graduation. Uh, I've been to um, one of those, man. I, I watched it on I, the internet. Like, oh, yeah. It was our weird. prom, our, our prom, senior prom was canceled, everything. So after all of that, it was like, it was like I got to do something. Like, I, I I was never really, um, really big on the, the college aspect of things outside of, me running track or me playing basketball. Right. So I never really, never really just, uh, I'm going to be a doctor or uh, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. Like, like my thing was sports, 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 sports. Like, I'm extremely smart though. All A student, all A's and B's yeah, throughout them. all my years. Let them know. Even, them know. even yeah, even the, um, I went, I went to Kennesaw for like a semester and a half, had all A's and B's there. But I, I, 
I just had to be real myself. I was like, I'm not even, I'm not even happy like doing this. I'm, I'm just going through the motions. So it's so don't don't ever get it twisted. Um, young bull is still extremely smart. All A's and B's always. Yes, just, sir. Yes, just the yeah, just the being composed and I only say composed. Just the being restricted to certain things in college. It, it's just like I feel like I couldn't expand expand myself the way I wanted to. So that that's why I took the route that I did really. Yeah, I think that's what the difference is, especially you came up in the smartphone era and YouTube, social media, all of that. And like the brains is different. People is thinking different. People is realizing like Thanks. I could do something yeah, in thanks. six months and pick up a camera and in six months I could be lit versus going to school for four years for something I really don't know if I want to do. I really don't know if I would have worked for somebody like y'all are part of that era and a lot of people waking up and doing their own things. It really more than anything is just going for their happiness. They going for that. They're like if it don't make me feel good, I don't Exactly. Exactly. Like that's exactly like I um I I talk on that point a lot. Like um like you were saying with people going off for their happiness. Um hold on one second. Like, but yeah, I um I talk about that with the happiness of life. I think that's that's like that's a great point that you said that because literally the older generations, everybody like I don't want to call them older or nothing, but you get what I'm saying. No, the old. older generations, yeah, they old is old. They don't care. They don't. They don't care about that whatsoever. No, like they they don't care. They don't care, and. That's like that's like a slap in the face to some of the younger people. Like, like how how you think a kid feel? They go to their parents. They they've been all A students, all A's and B students their whole life. Not like they're smart. Not like they don't have a plan. They go to their parents and say, um, they go to their parents and say, I'm just genuinely not happy. I'm not happy. I'm depressed. I'm not feeling it. But I have my plan. I know what I want to do. I have another plan for that plan, if that plan doesn't go wrong, I know what I want to do, but I'm just not happy sitting in this classroom. I'm just not happy sitting behind this computer. Right. And their parents just say, and their parents say, just tough it out. Yeah. How I, you think that's going to make a kid feel? Yeah. It's just so, I don't know. I think people got to be more open-minded because it ain't like how things used to be, even for like a lot of women get money now. They, yeah. they don't need no dude and shit like that. Like back in the day, like things are different facts. now. So you got to think differently. You know, all the old ways, everybody got to keep up. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't wear the same clothes. Facts. We don't wear the same clothes from three years ago. We might wear the same clothes from 20 years ago because it come back. Yeah, and stuff exactly. Like that. But it's like everything comes back. Everybody got to be more open minded and more than anything. Like I think. I see it a little bit, but we need to really, really have it more of people just like, bro, I just want you to be happy. Like, of course, you got to make enough exactly. to, like, take care of yourself. You need to make some kind of money to take care of yourself. But because I make money the way that you think I should make money don't mean that I'm not getting enough to take care of myself. Exactly. You know exactly. Like, they, I don't exactly. know. People just got to be more open-minded in the older generation. You know, and I think that's. My wife made a good point. I was at work, and this is young dude. He's so vibrant, and this and that. And they'd be like, mm -hmm. oh, he plays so much. And my wife was like, 
Yeah, man, it's good that he's playful and vibrant because 10 years from now, he's still working at that job. He's going to become like them sour niggas at the job. Like, yo, they're exactly. sad yeah. and mean and shit. And he's just youthful. We play music all day. He vibing. He dancing. It's like he's happy. It's like the job shit will suck that shit out of you. Like, you can exactly. Say, yeah, it's just not a good vibe, man. But when was the first time? Nah, they... What'd you say? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, you got it. I was saying, yeah, they they gotta realize, like at the end of the day, you look you look back on your life, you don't want to say, "Oh, I worked this job that that I didn't like my whole life. I wasn't happy my whole life. I worked this job that I didn't like. All of this, all of that." And you just look back at your whole life, and you you ask yourself, "What was I doing? Bro. Like, what what was I doing? I wasn't happy. I was I was living for others." Yeah. Like and I that's that's what I had to sit down and tell myself. I was like, I'm done I'm done living living for others. Of course you always have to respect your parents, of course. Right. Respect their decisions, but at the end of the day, it's your life. Right. Like I it's your life, it's my life. I just turned twenty, bro. Like, come on, man. Yeah. It's is it's my life. Time is fine, it's my life. Like we you can't just sit and and wanna impress others and live for others. You you always gonna make somebody mad because you're not doing it the way that they want to do it. You always gonna make that one person mad. Yeah, and it's just like unfortunately, sometimes when some people see like a light on you or a happiness in you, they kind of be pissed that they don't have that. So they like exactly, man. You should just do this. I don't know why you messing with this and messing with it. Like they don't see it. But when you started messing with the camera, when was the first time you took a picture? Or what was that aha moment? Like, hey, maybe I could really take this seriously. Um, let me think. Let me think. Because it's always a time, like, uh, you know, I think everybody. No, I definitely, I definitely had that moment for sure. Um, I want to say, um, let me think. All right, I, I've had a few of those moments, actually. The first one that I ever had was probably, uh, it was December of 2018. Um, my first ever shoot, my first ever studio shoot that I had at, uh, up here at Cam Crest Studios, where I now work at. Um, first ever studio shoot in the studio. I'm nervous, not knowing what I'm doing. Um it was my first. It was my first conceptual shoot too, as well. So it's not like I'm just taking a picture of just random shit or just yeah. anything that's that's going on. It's my first conceptual shoot. I put together a mood board for it. Went out and bought the props. Everything. I'm like, I'm 16 at the time too. So it's not really too many young uh, photographers that's that's putting themselves out there like that um, either. Besides like sports photography and stuff like that. Right. So. Um, I was working with one of my good friends, um, Asia. Yeah, shout out to Asia too. She's like a big sister to me. Um, and I hit her up. I was like, yo, I got a concept. I want you to help me out with it. I want you to model for it. And the con- it was like called Fashion Police or something like that. I think I had it framed and everything. Right. Um, it's like it's like one of the first, first posts on my story. You scroll all the way. Well, on my uh, timeline, if you just scroll all the way down. But, um, yeah, it was called Fashion Police. I just had her and a friend put on a fly fit. And I want to say they were handcuffed together, um, symbolizing the, the police, the police, um, 
the police aspect of it. Um, so yeah, that that was my first my my first moment. I was like, I I can actually do this for real because I I brought the concept that I wanted to life. Um, so I was pretty happy with that. Um, and then the second moment was probably, I think this was 2019 or 20th, probably 19. Um, I went to Howard for their homecoming and I shot the baby. I shot Dave East. I shot Sweetie. I shot Chinese Kitty. I shot Juvenile. Um, anything else was out there. Yeah, I shot. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, that it was. It was crazy, bro. Um, I think his name is Terrence from 106 and Park. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, Terrence I, J. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Terrence J. Yep, yep. Shot him, and it was just that was just a moment for me where I was like, "Yo, like, I can actually do this. Like, these pictures are hard. I'm getting hella buzz on Instagram at the time. My page shot from like." 2,000 followers to, to four or five K within a few weeks, um, within the next few months and year, by 2020, 2021, I'm at 10 K. Um, end of, end of 2021 going into 2022, I'm at 11 K I'm at 11.4 K right now. So everything is, is, is just leveling up. Um, the more and more I do these conceptual shoots, the more and more I work on, different sets with these artists um and just, and just working in general really and being being up here at the studio is really like it's, it's elevated elevated my work elevated my just my my thought process on everything um a lot as well You're so I, it's place, definitely a, definitely a blessing there yeah. definitely a blessing to be able to work here um i'm the youngest dude here too so it's, it's definitely a blessing Man, the world famous Cam Kirk Studios, man. So many yep. much great people, great energy up there, man. Shout out to everybody. Boy Marley, uh man, Ryan, everybody, man, Kavinci, everybody. Right. Beautiful right. people up there. It's always love and it's the thing I say the most about it and always bigging them up is that you never feel like less than because everybody when they shooting for the first time or something, they feel yeah. nervous. They feel very, very exactly. nervous. And it's just like Exactly. In other places, when it's a big name like that, they can be like, "Yo, we set you up, you over there, and that's it." Like that's all exactly. They, that's all they gonna do for you. But there is not like that at all. It's like, yeah, hey. we we get you right. We make sure the the light set up, checking on you every five to ten minutes. Yes, making sure you need anything else with the background change, anything change with the lighting. We got our merch up. We got the memberships up. Like, it's it's always a, a good family family uh community type vibe like like you said even my first year when i first came in there in 2018 marley handed me the trigger i'm like what is this i don't know what this is yeah. i never <laughs> boy you never shot in drop that it's like somebody holds you yeah. and you a gun for the first time you like right. yo what is this like, what how is, do you do this what? and how do you what do yeah. i do like I'm like what is this for i'm i'm just used to taking pictures outside or in the gym yeah. with the flash that's on the camera already so exactly yeah exactly. like you said you, you you need to have that type of vibe where it's, it's welcoming you don't feel nervous even if you do feel nervous by the end of the appointment all that nervousness is gone because we we make you feel like like family we make you feel like you've been here before we we make you look like a superstar in front of your client for real. so man it's, it, it's just yeah. it's a plus for real so what do you do 
for your nerves before you shoot or something? Do you got any rituals, anything you do to bring you peace before you shoot? Um, really, I, I honestly just give me something to eat for real. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> you got to be good first, man. You, yeah. you got to be good. Yeah, you, you ask anybody, I they they call me they call me ATL Foods in the studio ATL Foods because I I'm always trying trying something new so I I can eat I uh I, I try and try new restaurants like every every month try something new um I got a few favorites uh I got Ozio's little Ozio's right there on Moreland uh, it's right down by the East Atlanta sign as well too little Ozio's okay um. Roussons and Edgewood. Um, anything with us? What else I be eating? Now I heard across the street the food is actually good at Magic City, but I don't know. It's alright. It's alright. It's alright. It's me. It's But I guess I guess the big thing that people get tripped out about is that in Atlanta people really do go to eat for real sometimes, like at this different strip club. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, nah, people literally will go to the strip club just to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Is I I guess it's just an Atlanta thing. I'm not sure, but yeah. Yeah, I think they are shocked. <laughs> yeah, I just no, nah, I just I just eat, give me a good little meal, uh, play my music, get in the zone. Um, I listen to a lot of nudie. Um, of course, he's from the east side. I listen to a lot of nudie. Listen to um, I listen to a lot of Dolph, R.I.P. Dolph. Um, I love Dolph, Dolph nudie. Uh, Corday, shout out Corday. Um, I definitely think more groups should listen to him. Young talented artist for sure. Um, listen to a lot of Corday, Dolph, Moody, Thug. That, that's really Atlanta artists. Man, thug, <laughs> man. A lot of that. Loving Thug, and I'm like, man, nine times out of ten, I don't know what he be saying, but the vibe be right. The vibe is just Facts, all. Facts. I don't give. A, I never want like an artist like him. I never want to know what he really said. I feel it. I don't have to hear right. exactly what he said. I feel what he said. So that's the only thing that matters, man. But when you picked up that camera, like, how much work did you have to put in and get to a confident state of where you at now to, like, start charging and getting clients? Like, how often was you shooting and what was you working with? Man, I was I was shooting every single day for real. Um, I, uh, like, the first camera... First camera I got, it wasn't in. It was like a little, a little like a little play play camera my mom had bought for me because I told her I was like trying to get serious about it. I ended up breaking that camera, and um, like by mistake, ended up breaking that. So after that, it, it was just me. Like I said before, um, just back to me on my own getting everything that I wanted pretty much. So the next camera I bought. It was a Canon T6i. Um, so after I bought that, I bought two other lens to go with it. So I'm really, I'm, I'm just going crazy. I'm just going crazy. Just, just splurging on, on all the equipment that I, um, that I'm thinking that I need. Um, I didn't have a laptop at the time, so I downloaded Adobe Lightroom on my phone. Um, just locking in, practicing on my editing skills with that. But I'm I'm shooting every single day at this time, bro. Like every single day, um, on YouTube, looking up tutorials, looking up the functions of the camera, what this does, what that does, the perks of shooting on manual, controlling your own settings, studio photography, 
different angles, what each thing means. Well, I'm shooting, I'm shooting every single day at this point. And um, I, after that December 2018, 2019, I, I was just on straight grind mode. I'm in the studio almost, I'm in the studio every, every week I'm in the studio. Even if I'm not shooting, I'm in the studio. Like, I'm like, they're they going to know who I am. Man. I'm only 17 at, yeah, I'm only 17 at the time, but I'm in there every single day. Like, like I'm one of the older niggas. Yeah, that, so, that's important, man, to be seen. Yeah, facts. Cause that's the same facts. thing Ryan said. Like, she was just around. And then after yep. being around, chop it up with Marley, and then boom, it happened like facts. that. I'm sure facts. it was the same for you. Like, yo, you always around, yep. man. You so... Give them a chance. Literally, yeah. They 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 were just hesitant at first because I had um I had just turned eighteen, so they're like, oh, we don't know if we want the the young boy in here with us yet. <laughs> so it, it, they were a little skeptical. They made um, the right choice though, man. They made facts, the right choice. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure they I'm sure they realize that now every day. So, so what was the first paid shoot you did? Do you remember the first time you got paid, and what was that feeling like when you got paid for shooting? Um, first page. That's usually a big one for people. Like, yo, like I really can make some money. This is crazy. I'm not gonna lie. People, people, people think I'm, I'm capping when I say this. My first page shoot was literally with um, was with uh, dang, what's his name? Uh oh. I think I think he. Yeah. I think he had a free band artist. My first page shoot really was, was with an artist. <laughs> I don't know how. It just worked. Life know. worked out like that, man. He still landed see, too. See. Man, life, life can be crazy yeah, like up. that when you just be around. And you just figure it out. Um, who's he signed to? Free bands. Uh, that's... um. Future label, right? Yeah, yeah, it's future label, yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I know that's how see, uh, 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 Cam got on. He was saying he worked with Young Scooter. Oh yeah, yeah. with Scooter, yeah, yeah Scooter. Yeah. Definitely played. No, nah, my bad. He signed an Empire. Um, Jose Guapo. So he literally he he was one of my first paid shoots. Um, I was shooting for this brand for this guy. Uh. Who who went? He was a little older than me. Um, I was like a freshman at the time. He was a senior. He had a brand. He seen that I was taking pictures, and um, he told me to pull up and, and just um, just just capture Jose Guapo and his brand and everything. I think I only made like fifty dollars, but I'm I'm just psyched. I'm like, he was I'm like yo, yeah, I'm like yo, this is this is lit. Like I can do this. Yeah. Uh, at the time, I had a little app on my phone that I could send the pictures back to him ASAP. All of that unedited. I'm, I'm just thinking I'm doing the thing at that time. So, <laughs> you was lit, man. Like, I'm was lit. lit, man. But I'm that like, that's a good, that's a great look. That ain't a good look. That's a great look man. for your first time, man, because that could get you. And sometimes when people don't know, man, and I heard, uh, you know, I heard a lot of people talk about that. Is that like sometimes doing free stuff leads to a bigger bag? Like it leads to bigger. Oh yeah, bag. yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But when you get paid, it kind of is like 
great because it's like, bro, we need money to survive. But sometimes when yeah. you didn't expect really to get paid, I'm sure you just pulled up like, oh wow. Then, I just pulled up like, I'm like, oh, well, Empire, Empire artists. Um, it was a few YSL niggas there at the shoot too. Um, modeling and stuff too. So I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm lit. Like, yeah. I'm seeing the YSL chains. I'm seeing the this all the different chains, all the jewelry. I'm like. I'm like, oh yeah, I could do this for sure. So after that, um, I started riding around with uh with Young Marlin and Lil Quill, um, two more East Side East Side dudes as well. Um, started riding around with them. Literally, um, especially Quill. Um, I would say shout out to Quill. He he definitely put me on to a lot of stuff too, to get me to where I am today. Um, Lil Quill. Literally just riding around with him, pulling up to his crib, shooting, doing whatever, just, just for the exposure of things. Um, they took me backstage with them one time um, at Buckhead uh, Buckhead Theater. Uh, I met I met Jay Critch, if you're familiar with, with Jay Critch, um, New York artist. Yeah, he was signed um, to, um, what's his name? Uh, Rich the Kid? Or he was yeah, like, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, I met I met Jay Critch. Um, it's funny you said because at this show, it was Rich the Kid's show. So I'm backstage. I'm backstage kicking it. I'm backstage kicking it with Jay Critch. I'm backstage kicking it with Rich the Kid, Young Ma, Lil Quill, um, Super Peach. If you're familiar with her, she a, a young Atlanta artist as well. Back there, just just kicking it with these big artists, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, I can definitely do this now. They they messing with the pictures that I took. I'm taking videos backstage, and that that was just like my first like lit lit experience where I'm like, like I can definitely do this. Because after after my after my little Quill and Young Mala era, after that, I want to say that's like 2019, early to uh, no, nah, that's really just a whole year of 2019. That was my whole my one five my one five era with with those boys over there. So um, that that literally propelled me. To where I wanted to be after that, so people started taking me seriously. Man, that is amazing. When I seen you and got on to you, uh, was Bravo, man. I seen that album cover, and yeah. it was just like, oh, let's just take a picture with money, let's take a picture with guns, yeah, let's take a picture yeah. with some lean, let's take a picture with this. But we just gonna really yeah. make it look clear like, no, your pictures really stood out to me because it was him in three different versions of his head all in yeah. it and i was like wow man this is amazing yeah. explain that to people like your thought process on just being different because that's different and that's what make you stand out man yeah appreciate you appreciate you yeah so um the that project that particular project that album the title is mixed emotion so um i wanted i wanted to to put something out that portrayed multiple of Bravo's emotions right. um, without it without it just being a typical still picture of him staring in the camera or, or him outside somewhere like you said guns and money and all of this other stuff I wanted to I wanted it to show authentic emotion like not this Instagram cap or social media cap I wanted it to be authentic emotion so um I, I set my settings on my camera to give it that motion blur. Um, and literally, 
I I just caught him throughout that. We actually shot that at a music video too, like in between in between shooting sessions. Um, so I uh, I had found this um this white this white backdrop in the um it was a it was a it was a white psych wall in the studio that we were shooting at. And I'm like, yo, bro, come over here real quick. And I set up the light and I had him just shake his head back and forth like this, yeah. smiling. And then I had him sh- shake his head back and forth like that with a straight face. And then I had him shake his head back and forth like that with, with kind of like a sad face, like genuine gen- emotions. Oh my and God. That, man, I, I was able. That in, man, that was, that's an amazing yeah. picture, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, I was, I was able to, to capture all three of those emotions and, um, Shout out my boy David, um, D Love Views at D Love Views, D L O V I E W S. That's my graphic designer. He does anything that I need him to do. He always comes through. Um, he's done a cover for another artist and my uh, and my sister. She's like my little sister, Flaw J. Um, been working with her heavy. That's that's like my family now. He's done a cover. Uh, a cover off of some pictures that I shot as well for her. So yeah, y'all definitely definitely check out my boy. He he comes through with with those. He was able to take all three pictures that I sent him. I told him my vision. I was like, I want all three of these together and make it look like it's on one neck. And he was able to do it without any problem. Man, so shout out to him. Definitely man. shout out. To definitely him. shout out to him. Your yep. squad man. Now I know you didn't grow up with CDs like the dinosaur I am, but. Mm-hmm. The different album covers. Have you seen the album cover? Like, what's some album covers that you really liked? Like, you was like, man, that's a good. Um, actually, look. Uh, yeah, because it, it people. I, I honestly, I honestly, just I I like uh, I like Cordae's vibes a lot. Um, right. His his recent album, the uh, from Bray's Eye View. That album cover is dope. Um, the the cover I shot for Bravo, of course, yeah, is just next level in my. You got to get that blown um, up, man. You got to have that yeah. in your home, man. You got to have that for motivation, man. For real, like that's that's honestly just next level to me. Um, uh, this cover that I shot for Fly J, uh, the song's called "Come From." It's it's just a simple picture, but. Got to promote myself. We we definitely went crazy on that one as well. Definitely. Clean little uh, slight picture. Um, let me see. Yeah, because that's an underrated. Oh, Rilo's Rilo's new single uh, "Set Me Free." Even though that's a simple picture, um, not, I I mess with that cover a lot. It's it's literally just a picture of him sitting on his dock. Um, with the with the freestanding mic and he has the headphones on, but he's looking out into the water, uh, rapping, and is that that's just real hard to me. I, I like that cover a lot as well. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Baby King's the melodic blue cover is crazy as well. But like that angle of him just staring out into the water, uh, sitting down on that dock with the with the rainbow colored dock is is definitely crazy to me as well. Yeah, I love uh To Pimp a Butterfly, the album and the pictures inside. Yeah. That's like the last CD I think I actually bought either that or Forest Hill Drive. Like that For was sure. a good picture too, Forest Hill Drive just sitting on top of your home 
It's like wow. Oh, D, I definitely forgot. That's a classic right there. That's that's for sure. Some simplicity is album. like people yeah. don't understand, man. Like if you can do it like that, like good, it is simple, but it's good. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't understand. Uh, Uzi's cover is OG too. I always like Uzi's work. Oh yeah. Uzi. Like his um his little Uzi versus the world cover with uh the girl sitting on top of the cartoon character and it's basically just showing all the everything that's going on in his head. That's that's definitely a top album cover for me because it's literally just showing all the emotions that's going on in his head. But he put it in in cartoon astro. Uh, he put it in a, a cartoon point of view. So uh, I, I definitely love that cover. The Migos, the culture one with eighty five and all of that. Oh yeah, hard, hard. I was like, yo. This is and it'd be like simple. It's just a simple picture of them, but then they had eighty five, and then it curves off. They had some birds, and they had all kind of stuff. But it was just amazing. I was like, "Wow, man!" Like, but you are killing the album covers. You're gonna kill more than that, man. So, which one do you like more for photography or videography? I know you do both. Um, not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm um, I'm. Getting into the uh, into the videos a little bit more now, um, like like a lot more. I'm getting into the videos, but uh, I that's kind of hard. Um, I, I guess it just depends on how I'm feeling that day. Not gonna lie. Yeah, because you, I mean, um, multi-talented. It's like you make the beat and you rap on it. You just J Cole love it. Like, yeah, I love. I do both. I love. I love both. Yeah, I love both. Um, equally, I. I just like I just like the video aspects of things because I like I like bringing stories to life. I like telling stories with my videos. So um, a little bit biased towards videos, um, just because you you can tell a story with a picture, but the video you can you can tell that that story to the fullest length um, that that you want to. So uh, I, I'll give like one little extra point to videos right now. Yeah, man. Shout out to the boy Marco yeah. too, man. That his videos yeah. and stuff like that. His short films. Oh yeah, he really into that. Shout out to him, man. I love his. Nice. Oh yeah, Marco. Marco put me on. Um, put me on to a video I did. He was shooting Yak Gotti, and I did the behind the scenes for him. So definitely shout out to Marco. He got me. He got me plugged in with YSL just from doing that video for sure. So that's a good dude. Definitely right shout here. out to Marco. A big Marvel head, yeah. man. Batman is coming out. So Marvel, like right. y'all gonna take a back seat because uh, Batman is coming out. People be hating on me For because sure. they be like, Batman is not a real superhero. He's just rich. I'm like, if you wanna, hate, <laughs> if you wanna hate, just say that. Like it's okay, bro. But Batman's that guy. Like don't be mad. Like right, right, I know y'all right. high on uh, Spider Man right now, but Batman is three hours and put that shit in my veins. I can't wait. <laughs> To watch it, man. They about to have a Riddler in it. Oh my God, I'm ready. It's, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit, bro. Man, Batmobile is looking Batmobile, crazy too. Batmobile, bro. I'm like the yeah. Batmobile is looking something serious, like a Trackhawk or something like that. I'm like, yo, he's going crazy, man. Like that. That's just beautiful, man. But shout out to boy Marco. Like I said, his short films and stuff like that. Everybody go check him out. Go watch him. Check out his photography because I know he is a battle for him as well. Because it's like, I mean, I do a lot of yeah, photos. Thanks, thanks. I do a lot of photos, but I love this video and making short films. So it's like, man, 
The movie. He's been, he's been in his video bag. Yeah. He's been in his bag. Yeah, yeah. That might be the same way for you, man. It's just like, you know, like as good I can make money from this, but like the video and like the films and eventually, you know, documentaries or whatever, it's just like it's that's, coming. That's the money right there. Ooh. Like videos i will say we we always have way bigger budgets for for video shoots versus, uh, versus photo shoots for sure uh, so i'm a i'm a little biased i'm a little biased <laughs> for sure man for sure man but man we could stay here all day but i'm gonna keep it short for you man <laughs> but what i do man i like to stay speaking to existence man i i make it easier for people i was gonna say over life and everything but lately i just been asking them this time next year, speaking mm-hmm. to existence, what will you have accomplished and things you have done by then? Um, really, my my uh my goal, my long term girls um goals for the next year um is to shoot more. Uh, Cole Bennett is huge inspiration to me. He's the reason. He's the actual reason I picked up a camera. Cole so um, yeah, Cole Bennett. Shout out to him. Lyrical Lemonade. He's he's the reason I picked up a camera. So, um, like I said, I want to tell I want to tell more stories in depth with my videos. So I want I want each video to tell a story. I want each video to be different, and for each video to be like, damn, I gotta watch that shit again. Like that that's how I want that's how I want every every video to be. So I, I want to be um more 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 consistent with with actual storytelling videos, um, with my music videos, more consistent with with bigger budgets, working with um, not just artists, but people on, on bigger platforms, people that have a more creative outlook on life, that have the budget and just the patience and time to actually put in the effort to create the, the, the outcome that we want. So, um, of course, of course, we all want our coins to, to double, triple, quadruple going into the year um that's inevitable with you with you putting in the work so i don't even even focus on that for real i just uh focus on the elevation of the work focus on just bettering myself bettering my product for my uh for my fans for my supporters for my followers and um and just go from there and this is recorded